Chapter 16 of Short Stories for Short People. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by James K. White. Short Stories for Short People by Alicia Stewart Aspinwall. Chapter 16 My Flannel Rooster. I am a little girl, and my name is Margaret. I have a papa and a mamma, and I have also a great many toys, but the toy I love best is my own dear rooster. He is really a beautiful rooster. He is made of red flannel, and is very fat and has black worsted eyes, and two very strong stiff legs on which he can stand alone. It really seems as if he could do everything except crow, and as he can't do that I do it for him. The other day I caught a bad cold and had to stay in the house. I was playing with my rooster and forgot my cold, and tried to crow, but I made such a funny hoarse sound that it made me laugh. The rooster stood on the table before me, and I began again, when what do you think he did? He turned his head slowly, and looking sternly at me, said, Do you call that a crow, young person? Because I call it ridiculous, and must beg you to be silent, if that is the best you can do. I was so surprised that for a minute I just looked at him and couldn't say one word. Then I began, But Rooster, I didn't know before that roosters could talk. Well, said he, they can't usually. In fact, I suppose I'm the first one who ever did talk. But I positively could not keep still while you were making such an absurd noise. It is enough to make any rooster talk to hear you. Here he yawned. Oh, I beg your pardon, Margaret, but I am very tired. I had to get up so early this morning. You know we roosters are obliged to be up by daybreak. I often try to make you get up, too. And here he looked so sternly at me that I really felt frightened. But, he continued, it is of no use, and I always have to comb my own feathers and get myself ready. But, Rooster said I. How can you comb your feathers? You are a silly girl, said he. Of course I comb them with my comb. But after all, one must not expect too much, he added. It isn't your fault, Margaret, that you are only a girl. We can all be roosters. But now listen, and I will teach you how to crow. Then he began, and except that it sounded somewhat soft and flannelly, he really did crow very well. When he had finished, he looked at me and actually winked one of his worsted eyes. Now listen again, said he, and prepare this time to hear something really fine. Cock-a-doo! He began at the top of his voice, when suddenly something happened. I think the people who made him must have put too much stuffing in his little throat. But anyway, crack, went a thread and out came the stuffing all along his neck, beginning at his poor mouth. I suppose those people thought he was a common toy rooster, and did not suspect what a wonderful little fellow he really was. Not expecting him to crow, they left no room for it, you see, and then when the crow came, why, out the stuffing had to pop. Well, I mended him, and oh, so carefully, but not one word has the dear little fellow ever spoken to me since. End of chapter 16. 
Recording by James K. White, Chula Vista.